Welcome back to another episode of CRP Classroom. When it comes to indefeasibility, students are okay with the case of Adona Properties or Tanning Hong, but when they twist a little bit on the parties involved, for example, A sell to B, A also sell to C, then students get stuck. So you must know the facts and the case of CIMB and MBank. In Siamie and Mbank, the Chin family is the owner of a place, a piece of land in Clank. The Chin executed a charge on the land in favor of CIMB Bank. Mr. Wong then forged the discharge of documents from CIMB, meaning the loan is being discharged, basically saying CIMB has no charge or interest over the land anymore. Mr. Wong then applied for a loan from Mbank to purchase this land. Mr. Wong then created a charge over this land in favor of M-Bank. So now, you have a forged discharge of document from CIMB, meaning technically speaking, CIMB still has a charge or interest over the land. And then you have a new charge registered in favor of M-Bank. So when the case went up to Federal Court, there are two issues being discussed. Is Chargy a purchaser? And also, the two-stage process involved in this case. Now, Section 340 of your National Land Code, particularly Section 340 sub 3 says, Purchaser. Is Chargy a purchaser? Since Chargy didn't really buy the land, Chargy only registered their charge over their land. The judges agreed that Chargy is a purchaser within the meaning of Section 340 sub 3. Majority of the judges agreed that M-Bank is a subsequent purchaser in good faith and valuable consideration. There were two stages before the M-Bank charge could be created. First, the original charge has to be discharged and second, the property transferred from Chin to Wong. When the discharge document was forged, CIMB interest was cancelled, resulting in Wong becoming immediate purchaser. M-Bank then derived this interest in the property from Mr. Wong. So M-Bank is a subsequent purchaser entitled to deferred indefeasibility because he has acted in good faith. Now, I highly recommend you to read the minority judgment by Jeffrey Tan. He's also the judge that sat in the case of Kamaru Zaman. So he has some sort of different argument. It's as if he's saying for Section 340 sub 3 to come into the picture, both immediate and subsequent purchaser must be of purchaser in good faith and valuable consideration. So you must know the facts of this case so that in order, in case you get some sort of question similar to this in exam, you know it is not always straightforward A cell to B, B cell to C. It may be possible A cell to B and also A to cell to C, which is the similar scenario in this case of CMB and MBank. Hopefully it helps and I'll see you in the next episode.